We going in today. We going in today. We going in today. We going in today. I'm the last to swing, but the first to connect. Make sure you got it in the bank before you write that check. Go get that ass bounced out of here. I don't care. I'm aware where you from, who you with. Don't give a shit. I ain't scared. I'm prepared to give a reaction in a fraction of a millisecond. Reach for that weapon. See what I happen. It's peace in here. You adding your drama. I'm a subtracting. Drag your body out. Nobody say shit and get back to dancing. I'm a cross between Biggie, Burke, with Jay and Manson. You a cross between getting Jiggy, Bieber, and Hanson. Fuck out of here. You only break bad. When they yo action, you ain't Heisenberg, you hiding the birds, you Brian Cranston, fake as fuck, you Scooby Doo, me in the Phantom, my machine, no mystery, my team has history, we battle anybody, we coming home with the victory, the victors go to spoils, your chick is trying to get with me, you call a spoil, bitch, tell her choose, she end up picking me, I pick her up, I knock her down once, leave her miserably, shit I write is right, better whatever I make fiscally, I'm nice, ain't no killing me, come on, you niggas kidding me, sixes, <laughs> Blitzkrieg Mel. That was an exclusive freestyle from LR Blitzkrieg to kick off episode 80 of We Going In Presents. Welcome back for a new episode with LR Blitzkrieg and Bad Seed, who are the Sixers. Now, unlike Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, these Sixers will be getting play in June. And so tune in. This is part one of a two-part series. Part two is going to drop later this week. And enjoy. So Bad Seed Blitzkrieg, the Sixers album just came out. I'm loving the project so far. It's been on repeat. Um, first off, just I got to say, Thank like, you. great job on it. Um, it's it's something that I find has, like, tremendous replay value. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. You got a favorite song? I mean, I'm, I'm definitely partial to Got Your Six. Um La Bamba was great. I think that's that was that was a great single and, and a great way to introduce people to the Sixers. Um, but I also what I love mm-hmm. is is how the project really, you know, holds together as an actual project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah we you. we um we I think you know we could have just uh, put together a bunch of songs, right? And it would have been it would have been great as that, but we definitely knew that one we didn't want to make it too long, and and the the six songs, even though it's eight it's eight tracks, it's six songs, um, was definitely a a sweet spot that was going to allow us to have replay value. Like if you listen, if you if you if you run the 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 full length of it, I think it's like twenty two minutes long, so it's it's enough music that you'll have a good time listening to it but also short enough that you'll want to go back to the beginning and start over, you know, and listen to it again. Um, but we right. definitely wanted to give it some type of uh, movement or, you know, vibe story, a story to it almost so that it wasn't just a, you know, a bunch of dope rap songs or, you know, cats rapping. So that's why we, we tried to figure out how we could give it a persona and give it like, you know, more, more feel. And was that a conscious decision, like thinking that, you know, looking at listeners' attention spans these days, knowing that like people are not just diving into 80-minute albums like they might have 10 years ago, was that a conscious decision to keep it around 22 minutes, um, looking at listeners' attention spans? Nah, not really. Uh, It it just ended up turning out like that. Um, we, we We wanted the six songs because we wanted that to go with the whole Sixers uh, uh, 
thing. You know, Blitz and I, we're both born on February 6th. So we decided that it would be dope to call ourselves the Sixers. Um, it's even it's even expanded. Like anybody who who's born, like if you're born on the 16th or the 26th, you're a Sixer. If you're born March 6th or January 26th or March 26th, you know what I'm saying, or April 26th or July 16th, you're a Sixer. You you know, so we we kept we we wanted it to be six songs just to keep it pretty uniform. I don't know if people will catch it, catch that that's what we did, but, you know, that that's what we did. <laughs> it's amazing, too, that you guys have the same birthday. Have you guys ever celebrated it together, like, when we're not in a pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have. We have. Yeah. Well, the blitz, we used to – The Blitz and the – yeah, tell them, tell them. Yeah, um, so so me, my brother, and GMS, which is the group Hydra, right? Um, we're all born around the same time. My birthday's, me and Steve's birthday is February 6th. Wildstyle's birthday is February 3rd. And GMS's birthday is January 28th. So we're all Aquarius. So um, me and G were, were club promoters and, and, you know, hip-hop show promoters for a really long time, like over a decade. We we threw a lot of the of the the best like underground shows in New York city. Um, and, and, and parties, like, you know, if you can think of like the name of like one of the big clubs in in New York, we were probably, you know, the host of that party on a Friday, Saturday night. But, um, we had, we had come up with a, a, every, a yearly event called age of Aquarius, where all of, you know, Hydra, bad seeds, uh, you know, we could probably get some people in there that weren't Aquarians, but for the most part, we tried to have a bunch of people that were born around that time frame of, of being an Aquarian perform at this event. And um, so, yeah, we did. We have celebrated our birthday together plenty of times. What's the wildest yeah. February 6th you guys have had? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> together? I don't think we had one together, but, you know. Oh. I mean, I could tell a story about what happened on my birthday a long time ago, but I don't think it's suitable <laughs> for work. Now, shout to my dude Scheme. You know, um, Scheme, my 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 dude Scheme. He 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 was a wild boy. He used to he used to pimp hoes, right? So, um, so I remember one time. <laughs> Yo, nah, nah, this is a long time ago. Yo, this is a very long time ago. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what the statute of limitations are or whatever you about Yo, to say. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I, I think, I think, I think Arm probably just came out. It probably just, either, either it just came out or it was the year after. But, um, um, uh, you know, a murder over by White Castle. Or Myrtle, but you you know where White Castle was up the street from where um yeah so there was like this little trail it was a trailer that went all the way back it looks like an old ass diner but it was actually a trailer and they turned that shit into a club it was like an after hours spot or whatever and I guess Scheme had the hook up in there or whatever so he threw me a little party in there and um, let's just say that um. I was on stage. He had me sitting in a chair on stage with a bottle of Moet in my hand, one hand, 
a microphone in the other hand. I'm sitting down on the chair, and um, some things were happening <laughs> while I was sitting in the chair, spitting my rhyme in front of the crowd mm. on the stage. Shout the scheme. <laughs> like, I want to... I want you know, he was pimping, and keep in mind, he was pimping hoes. And then I'm sitting on the stage. That's, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. It's your imagination. I'm, I'm looking at what I think was the first Age of Aquarius uh, flyer. It was it was on February 9th at Lion's Den. Uh, it was Hydra, mm, Bad Seed. Hydra, Bad Seed, Pumpkinhead, Cellar Dwellers, Science of Life, Word of Mouth, and Natural Resource. I think that was the mm. first one. Yeah. I got That's I got right. a book of like all my old flyers and stuff. Trying to find a another one. Yeah. We have fun at those shows. For sure. I wish camera phones and stuff were, were prevalent back then, you know. Look, here, I would here go another to, one. I, I would love to have a lot of pictures. Like, we, there were not a whole lot of pictures and video because camera phones weren't prevalent, you know. Another age of Aquarius. Master Ace, Bad Seed, EOW, Punch of Words, Hydra. That was, in, that was in 2002. We did that one at the Knitting Factory. Uh Nice. Tickets were available at, at, at Fat Beats, Miss Fat Beats. <laughs> That's some hip hop shit. Yeah. yeah, man, this book is cool. My wife put the she I had all my like old flyers and she put it all together in like one like you can see all of them just flip through the pages and shit. That's amazing. I mean, when you go through that too, I mean, what does it tell you too about about how the scene has shifted or changed at all or not changed you know when you look at new york hip-hop um and you look through these flyers and see these performances and the and the bills that you put together all right here's another one age of aquarius 2000 j treads the dwellers because they changed their name right gene gray he raised walls brooklyn academy slash obs the juggernauts science of life yejinated night queen Ahmed Best, who who wound up, who's one of our, our best, our good friends, who who was also freaking Jar Jar Binks in a Star Wars movie, right? Um, Ocean, Dominion, Percy P, Chameleon, and DP One. What it says, um, <laughs> what the difference between the scene now and then? I I can't even say that there is a scene now, right? <laughs> it just doesn't seem like there there is one. Everybody is just. Uh, Everything compartmentalized into into just making your music and then putting it online. There's there's not as many venues to go to. There's not enough as as MCs that are are you know older now. People have things to do, so we're not. It's not like okay, we're just gonna go outside and walk into the village and then we're gonna meet up with everybody. It doesn't happen anymore, right? Um, right. Right. Because before we didn't even have to talk to each other. It wasn't a thing where it's like, okay, we got to coordinate and call everybody. You just got up, you called like one or two people, and you went out there, and you, and whoever you ran into that night was who you ran into. And most of the time, yeah, it was that's everybody. what you chill with. Yeah, you just yeah. chill with them. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a, you know, it was, it was such an organic time. Like I kind of liken it to. 
to a child. Like, we can't, like, that era during that time is the equivalent of a young child. The child has innocence. There's innocence to the, to 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 what's going on. It's, it's not jaded. There's not a lot of things happening to it. It's just going about its regular life. And that's what it was. That's what the scene was back then. It was the energy. It was, um, we were all still learning. We were all, there, you know, like I said, <clears throat> the cell phone ever wasn't even prevalent. So there was no social media. There was no, you know, there, there weren't things that, and not saying that social media is bad, but we had to make a lot of things happen without those, those cheat codes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we had to, we, we really had to get out there and do the footwork and um, who you were was really who you were. Like you couldn't make a persona online and then that just be your persona and then you'd be outside and then you're just somebody else. No, like who you were was who you were, you, you know, so it, 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 it's different. It's real different. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go as far as to say that there's not a scene. I just think that it's different. Um, yeah. It's it, 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 it just different. It's not as personable, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the, the true gatekeepers of of the scene are probably, you know, they're, they're us. They're our age. And a lot of us are either fed up with the scene or, like Blitz was saying, have other things to do or, um, you know, just just not really interested in, 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 you know, they close that book, that chapter in their life, you know, because we're really the ones that can really keep the, the scene going. It's not the younger cats that's in it because they don't have structure. They don't really know how to structure it like how we did it. We have to bring that energy back. That's the only yeah. way. Because it was an energy. You know, I think I think it what what is cool is that whenever somebody puts something together that that's big enough, everybody will come out and it'll be and it'll feel like you just saw them. You know what I mean? It, you, it like, oh, yo, what's up? Like, and and you're you're talking like you just saw them like a week ago, but you might not have seen them in like two years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the one I could think of. You see, when when we did um that the was it the lyricist lounge show? Um, uh, the recent one. Yeah, yeah. The recent one, the one like last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody, everybody was there, and we just, you know, we backstage hanging out with everybody, or or people were just in the crowd hanging out. It was like, oh wow, you know, it goes, you know, Breezy Bruin and you know heroin or his. Yeah, that was know, cool. Was, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it brought it back. Like, it, it brought back that energy, you know, and it was good to see everybody. But, you, you know, yeah. it's a hard pill to swallow, you know, because people outgrow it. You outgrow it. Yeah. And, and and especially if if um if you've been jaded in the business. Unfortunately, a lot of the people that, that were in the ciphers with us on, on, on West Forth and stuff like that, you know, they might have gotten into the business and un- and, and real unfortunate things happened to them business-wise, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we all grew. We all grew. We all went off to do other things and, and other endeavors and get with crews and management teams. And, you know, because like I said, it was during the innocent time. The child that I likened the, the game to has to grow up eventually. 
eventually you don't like playing with toys no more. You now you want to where the girls at. You know what I'm saying? So so what happens is 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 now the artist is is, is trying to do business and they get jaded. It happened to me. It happened to me with with um with Warner Brothers and stuff like that. I came fresh off of the block, fresh off of West Fourth Street, freestyling on the corners and doing shows at the Cooler and Joe's Pub and tearing all these shits down to signing to Warner Brothers and getting fucked. Like you know what I'm saying? So so with I'm sure I'm not the only one that went through this. It might not have been such as big a label, but I know other people went through other things, maybe a management or a production company jerked them or, you know, so it jades them and they don't want to do it anymore. You know, people are like, ah, well, you know, then they meet a woman, have kids and go about life and listening to music and listening to the radio because their wife is not a boom bap head. She likes the newer shit and R&B, so that's what she's playing. So you become now distant from what you originally loved, and so you really don't give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? It would take... The energy comes back when you get around someone that had that energy. So what will happen is he's in that field until his man calls him that he used to rhyme with. Then his man calls him, and they start reminiscing. And then dude starts to go to Spotify, starts listening to old songs from the golden <laughs> era. And now dude wants to go in the studio and rap again. But then his wife is like, no, you got responsibilities. The baby's crying. Uh, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. You, you know what I mean? So it's tough. Yeah. Life happens to a lot of MCs, and that's what happens. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, we outgrow it. We just outgrow it. Yeah. It's 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 hard for a lot of people to find to 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 find the balance early because sometimes what happens within life makes it where you you cut one off before you find the balance and then you right. know then it's gone then it's gone right right unless you unless you you know you unless your family you know the person that you're with um it, it supports and 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 pushes you to continue to do what you love doing you know yeah. um you got to be around people that that are gonna that that know that this is your passion and this is what you love i always said you can't love me if you don't love what i if you don't respect what i love yeah, yeah. You, you know you ain't got to love what i love but you got to respect what i love <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's just it's, yeah. it's as simple as that that's a great point too and i mean i feel like a lot of times the fans don't always know the full picture of what an artist might be going through so to them it's like oh that artist fell out fell off or that artist sold out without really understanding the emotions and the and the experiences that the artist is having behind the scenes that they're choosing not to share um for whatever reason like like see like you said with warner brothers like not putting out all of your experiences right as it's happening, fans don't maybe understand why you might fall back for a little bit, right? Right. Nah, fans don't care. Yeah, right. They don't care. Because, but, 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 but you know what? You got to remember, like, when I lost my deal, I was depressed, yo, because I didn't have anything to do with it. It had nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know, 
I, can you imagine being signed to a major label? Everybody knows it. And then you get a call. Like, like yo, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the ride yeah. is over. Yo, you want to, and now you got to go, go punch a clock. Yeah. And, and you want to know what that. Imagine the, I mean, I don't know if this was your experience, but with, with the way that that happened, um, you can, and, and Warner Brothers basically just, you know, folding the urban department because they were scared because, you know, they were getting all this pressure from, you know, about gangster rap and see Dolores Tucker and all of that stuff. Um, how how many people um, shifted their whole mindset of what they should be doing within hip hop? Like, oh, I got to be cookie cutter or, oh, I got to change my sound. I got to be commercial or, you know, I'm just not doing this anymore because they won't allow me. To, to speak my truth. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And, and it's tough. It's tough. I can only imagine how many other MCs went through the same thing, you you know, and it, it's enough to make you not want to do it anymore. And and luckily, you know, um, shout to Pete Rock, um, shout to uh, Chris Lighty, rest the dead. You know, I was I was fortunate to, to they, they helped me. You know what I'm saying? As far as just words, you know, kind words and, and, and just out out insight and things and, and to, 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 to recover from it. You know, like it's not the end of the world, brother. You know. Yeah. Fuck Warner Brothers anyway. What the fuck else did they have popping <laughs> in? Like this is this is this is Chris Lighty told me that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Warner Brothers. Yeah, he just kept saying that, I'll never forget it. Rest of the day, he kept Warner Brothers. He was like, see, like, I mean, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers. Like, come on. Like, what, are the, what do they have over there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just perspective. Everything is perspective and how you look at it, you know. And do you find that the, the two of you, like, working together, I mean, do you inspire each other and kind of keep each other motivated? Because... Hell yeah. Oof, that's, that's the best part about this whole project. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah! Like Blitz, Blitz, Blitz is is a silent killer. You know what I'm saying? Like it's wild because I'm I'm still catching shit that Blitz said when I listen to the album. Like <laughs> I'm still catching shit. Like I'm like, yo, this guy's crazy. Did he say that? Like I've heard the song a billion times. But I'm still, it's like, you, you know, like, I'm not comparing it, but, you know, um, like, remember back in the day, like, you would hear, like, a Rock Him record, and you, yeah, yeah, this is fire. You hear it a billion times, and then you hear it, yeah, that billion and first time, you're like, oh, shit, yo, yo he said, yeah, wow, that, yeah, that's that, you know what that's I'm that, saying? That, that's, that's that shit I love, man, like, you can catch, you can catch a bar, like, you know, years later, later be like yo <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean and, and that, that's that the beauty of it yeah, yeah that's beautiful because it because it makes it a, a new record again you yeah. know what i'm saying it makes it it makes it a whole new record to you because you discover something in the record later you know what i mean it's beautiful i love music man yeah. yeah but no but to to, to... Mm. Yeah, to, to your question, it's like, 
it's a whole different experience. You know, I'm used to, I was used to working with my brother and G for a really long time. And then we stopped doing Hydra stuff for a while. And then I was working on my solo project. So to come into this and, 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 and with a, with a brand new sparring partner, you know, even though we've known each other for decades, you know, it's like for, to, to have somebody brand new to um, get a, a new kind of energy off of, changes changes the energy that you give back and then and it makes for a whole different feel of a song than you that you might have made before it's like it's like mixing a new ingredient into your recipe right the the dish is going is going it's going to taste different once it's cooked up and it's it's just a lot of fun it's a lot of fun we you know me me and steve it's funny i tell you 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 would think that us being born on the same day we have the same um frame of mind right but yeah. the frame of mind the, 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 the frame of mind of an aquarian is to be yeah. one um uh solo and two wildly artistic right so we're right. both that we're both that but to put them together it it's gonna meld together like you know it, yeah. it, it's two 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 people that are used to working solitary um, working together, who who have different artistic mindsets and processes, you know, trying to build an atomic bomb, and and eventually it's going to work, or the whole shit is going to blow up in your face. And I think we made an atomic bomb. Basically, <laughs> basically, yeah, we bumped heads a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> because be, because because you know we we both see that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, um, one thing about Aquarius is that a we live in our heads. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're very creative people, and and we see things. You you know, like I can hear a record before it's even recorded. I can hear the whole record and blitz. I'm pretty sure you can too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Before it's even done. You you know what I mean? And then now the whole thing is just what what's in my head making it come out the speakers you know and, yeah. to, and to, to what blitz said we both have different approaches no approach is wrong there's never a wrong approach to creating ever with yeah anybody listening your approach is your approach don't ever let anybody tell you that your approach is wrong because you live with you you know what i'm saying so what happens is, is what happened with me and Blitz is, is is um we both want the best for the project and we're both perfectionists. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um, we're both really we're we're both perfectionists, but our approaches are a little different. Like um I'm 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 more rough around the edges with my approach, <laughs> to say the least. You know what I'm saying? He he'll think it out first. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. Like mm. me, I'm like I'm more impulsive, and I think that it is dope because we was able to yin and yang it, and you can yeah. hear it. Like you can, you can, you, can, you right? Like you can hear it. You can hear that that blitz is a totally different cat than me, but you it doesn't sound out of place. And I'm not gonna right. lie, I was worried about at first. I was worried about that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I was worried about how it will come across. I know we both can rap, but 
how will it will, will it sound good together on a whole project? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah, you know, and it it's dope, man. Like I, I love it. Man. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Like every record, every record. Like there's not a yeah. record I, that I'm like ah well. No, not one. Not one. There's not one. You know. And I'm not gonna lie, like I have projects that that I mean, I, of course, I love all my projects, but there are records on there that I'd be like that I love more than others. Like I can't say that with this project. I love all of them equally. You know what I mean? Some days I I I, I might want to hear Julius. Some days I might want to just hear I was caught up. Some days I might want to hear the whole shit. But the thing is, is it's only 22 minutes, so I end up bringing the shit back anyway to listen to the whole shit. <laughs> right? It's Word. only 22 minutes. You you spend that on the toilet. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> well, like, like, or shower. You spend that yeah. you're taking a shit yeah. and going to the shower. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could man throw the shit on and do that. You know. Yeah. While 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 we were putting it all together, and you know, we were listening for like little things to fix or or here and there. I, every time I went out to walk my dog, I could listen to the whole thing, you know, and then come back with a new perspective. Like, so. Yeah, man. What's up, Brian? This is dope, man. You dope. <laughs> I'm t- I'm trying to be like you. You got all these albums out. I ain't got shit out but two nah. singles and a, and a couple a couple features. So, so yeah, I but, but you know, but you. but but quantity doesn't equal dope. No, but but you, you the project would know, happen if, if you know I would it. I could have a lot of dope shit that people never heard, right? But again, in in making this new recipe, I have to I have to make sure that I'm living up to your um right. your notoriety, your notoriety, right. and and at the same time. Uh, skill set for the project right. to, 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 bl- to blend together so well. And, and it's funny he says that. It's interesting he says that because I was, I was very, I'm, I'm, I'm very um, adamant about that. I, I want, because it's sort of like a, um, I, I don't want to say a, re- well, it is. It's a reintroduction of Blitz to the underground. Blitz was yeah. a fixture in the underground you know, a while ago. But, you know, like he said, he hasn't really been putting any material out. Out of sight, out of mind with this shit. This is just how it is. When I was gone yeah. for a while and I came back, I had to reintroduce myself. I reintroduced myself with no way in hell. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't going to sit here and talk about all the things I did 20 years ago, the the awe and for the kids, because no one cares. It's like, what are you doing now and what do you have set up? So, um, you know, I, I was real adamant about this project with Blitz because Blitz is being introduced back to the underground very well. Like a lot of people have been asking me about Blitz and 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 and, and yo, the man, man, this is what we want. This is what we wanted. You know. Yeah. So now he can hurry up and finish this detox album he's been working on. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Put the shit out already, man. Blitz, do you feel like we're going to get more music from you now? Do you feel like this is kind of like the intro to where we might see more consistent releases? So um, before before we started working on this, I had a I have a full project um, called Out of Nowhere that I had been working on for over five years because when I started it, 
PH was executive producing it, um, you know, in real life. Like he was helping me get the producers, get the beats and everything. And uh, he, he introduced me to a producer that he met through the battle scene uh, out of Atlanta named Nestle. And Nestle is, He's, he's, he's a lot like you see it in, he had a deal at Universal, um, you know, something happened, it fell through, he might have put, I think he put out a, like maybe a couple singles with them or whatever, but, you know, something happened, and and he fell back from really making music, but he was producing and he was battle rapping, um, and PH introduced me to him, and me and him became the best of friends in putting together my project that I never put out. Now, I was working with it that whole time up until P uh, had passed. And when she passed, I kind of like, I, you know, I, I, I kind of started sitting on, on the songs like, ah, I don't know, you know, if I, if I want to continue or not. Um, and eventually I did. Eventually I was like, you know, I got to put this out. I got to put it out for him um, and for myself. But then I think right when I was really going to sit down and be like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's, you know, get together with, you know, my partners at, at MCMI and, and put it out. C came to me with this idea for the Sixers project. And I was like, okay, well, this makes sense to put out before I put out the album because Seed has a fan base and people know Seed and let's, let's attack this way first. And right. so that, so that I could, I could stand on his shoulders and once my album is ready to come out, now I already have a um, a base to work to with. Set up, yeah, right. Yeah. So you know, as as once we have bled everything we can out of the Sixers project, um, and 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 we are, are we we gonna rock with this for a while. At least I am. Um, you know, uh, then you should expect for my uh, my album to to come out.